Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. And Misty, thanks so much for listening. Some highlights from today's show. It's a lady in California leaving little crocheted taco keychains for people. It's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. So we're, we're asking, have you ever found one of those things? Mm-hmm. Sally, you said that you found a little painted rock. I love painted rock with a little glitter butterfly on it. It's got a butterfly that someone painted on there, and she took so it home. Beautiful. And then we thought, whoa, whoa, is she supposed to leave it there? Maybe you weren't supposed to take it home. Mine, was, mine, mine. Was that naughty? What, what's going on here? <laughs> Judy is with us. What do you think? My name is Judy. I'm calling from Arizona. You Sally did right. She should keep the rock. Oh, oh good. Keep the rock, Sally. <laughs> you can keep or rehide the rock, whatever you would like to do with it. Keep or rehide it. Yes. So how okay. do you uh, how do you know so much about this? Because I've heard of Goodyear rocks and I paint rocks. Oh, you're the one that is leaving some of these. Yes. Okay. Why do you do this? To um, share our talent with other people, maybe. Okay. I love it. All right. I love you for absolving me of any sin. Yes. No, not at all. <laughs> but you should see how many landmarks Sally has in her house now. <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> so you find something and you think, oh, this is pretty. I'll take it home. Uh, so that's what happened with Sally. Found this little rock. Uh, with what is painted on the rock there? It's, it's painted rock. A little glittery butterfly, and butterfly. it just makes me happy. So she found this and took it home, and then we had this thought of, uh oh, is that wrong <laughs> to do that? Oh, no. uh, if you've ever found a, something like this, what do you think? Triple eight, triple eight, ninety nine, seventy six. Deborah is with us. How about yourself? I actually, I belong to a Facebook group called Art Abandonment, and we leave art for people to find. Art abandonment, and just to bring a little joy to their day. Okay. Wow. I have found, and being part of that group, there's also a hearts group that leaves hearts around for uh-huh. for people to find. There are people who leave rocks around for people to find. Huh. Yeah, so I, I make, uh, usually I make glass pieces and leave them around, but there is one woman who has, who does gorgeous pottery. Okay. Uh-huh. And she has left it in 48 states and seven countries. Wow. She just abandons it for people to find with a little note. It's pretty cool, actually. That's fun. How amazing. Just to make you smile, and yes, you are intended to take it with you, unless it says something on it that's otherwise. But yes, you are intended to take it home and make yourself happy with it. Well, there you go, Sally. Oh, I am so happy (laughs) that I haven't created just something that's going to lock me up or something. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming to take me away. Well, that thing that you took from the art museum, that's a different story. (laughs) Hey, you can help a boy or girl move from a life of poverty to a life of hope when you sponsor a child through Compassion. So won't you join with us and partner with Compassion to help provide help for Haiti? You know, Haiti is one of the poorest countries in the world, the poorest country in our hemisphere. And just abject poverty. And so when you give, you're going to be providing life-saving medicine, food, education. Most importantly, these little boys and girls get to hear about Jesus 
mm-hmm. for the very first time. So mm-hmm. you can be a part of that. Why not start today? You can go to myflr.org and click on the little compassion banner. You'll see pictures of these kids. They're adorable. They are smiling faces. And you'll want to help out. Uh, my wife and I have been compassion sponsors for over 20 years. Oh, that's and, awesome. And uh, yeah, just kept just keep going. Kids age out of the program <laughs> and, you know, they give us new kids. So maybe consider doing that. Pray about it. You're going to provide hope and share the love of Jesus by sponsoring a child in Haiti right now. Again, go to myflr.org. Family Life Radio. Well, we have Hannah Keeley with us this morning. She is a mom coach, minister, life coach, and this is why she's a mom coach. A mother of seven children. (laughs) Great Scott. (laughs) And she combines faith and psychology to help moms create radical transformations in their lives and and you're going to help us with anxiety this morning. Yes. Why? I, I don't get this. We have such an ownership mentality around anxiety. We call it my anxiety. And we hold on to it and we take ownership. And we've been taught, well, culturalized to believe that anxiety is just something we have no choice over. It's just something that comes with life. And we got to learn how to manage it instead of obliterate it. Ooh, I like that. How do you <laughs> obliterate anxiety? Well, first of all, you have to get full awareness of what you're doing. I am, I'm a full believer in mental health. However, we're taught to manage it. And I think if we understand truly what's at the root of anxiety, we won't even want to entertain it. We won't even give it real estate in our mind if we know that anxiety is really just this anesthetized word that we've given fear. And we have been told over and over that we don't have to fear. Fear is actually really, well, okay, if we get down to it, fear, I believe, is worship just to a different God. Might be too harsh today. Is that too harsh today? Can we go there? Well, the Bible does say they've said like over 365 times there's one for each day to do not fear. So we're almost commanded not to fear. So I don't know. That's interesting thought. It it is. And and I think we're very, um, we're weird about sin. You know, because like some sins are big sin and we don't talk about some sins give us like a political platform. But then the sin of worry, we're like, well, you know, what do you do about it? It's just something that we're okay with. And as soon as we get not okay with it, then we can put our mind to a place where we actually force it to leave us because we turn that worship to a different God. Fascinating. More with Hannah is coming up. Help us out. Hey, what's God doing in your life that's good? Think about that and then give us a call at 888-888-9976. Janice is with us. Tell us what's going on. I heard the girl talking the other day about brain surgery, and I've had two of them. Oh, wow. So for what, tumors or what? how come? Yeah, both of them are tumors and both of them are benign. The first one was on my optic nerve, and I was scared to death because the least little twinge from the doctor, I could have been blind. But everything went fine. And the second one, I had an attitude was, if I went to sleep in the hospital and I woke up in heaven, what better place is there to wake up? Mm. <laughs> well, you, you know, guess, really. What a great attitude. <laughs> that would give you a lot of peace. Yeah, I wasn't scared at all for the second surgery at all. You know, it's like, what a peace of mind. I just, mm. you know, heaven would be wonderful to wake up in. I mean, well, you know, we can take that to its furthest degree because 
You know, when you when you think about things that are scary in life or things that you could go through, and you th- I always take it to the worst end. Well, what if I die? Yes. Well, you're in heaven. I mean, that's, exactly. You, you, I mean, you can't beat that. Right. But the second brain tumor is still there. They couldn't get it all out because of the positioning of where it is. It's at the top of my head, uh-huh. and they couldn't get it all out. So I go once a year for an MRI. You know, just if it's you know grown or anything, but everything's fine still. So I'm good. Wow. <laughs> That's neat. But I don't let it bother me, you know. I just go on with my everyday life and pray that when God's ready to take me, he's going to take me. Wow. What an attitude. I love that. You know, this is an example of a good news of the day story where everything's not ironed out. Instead, God changes you in that situation. Hey, maybe you've got something like that going on with yourself. We'd love to hear your story. Give us a call right now at 888-888-9976. We're talking with Hannah Keeley this morning. She is a uh, a life coach, a mom coach more than anything, because here's how she got there. She has seven children. Right, Scott? <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and we've been talking with Hannah about anxiety. Anxiety is future-focused. It's always something that we're worried about coming up. So if we are believing, if we are holding anxiety around the future, we are believing in a future where God's promises do not hold true. Therefore, we're believing in a future without God. Isn't anxiety kind of a form of atheism in that respect? Mm. There's a lot of mmms going think, on here. I think mm. that was a punch to the gut. That's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Wow, never thought of it like that. Yeah. What's causing anxiety is the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Let's just face it, the future is unknown. You also said that uh, we need to eliminate comparison, which I will tell you right now, I have a huge problem with. Um, probably because I spend a lot of time on social media and I'm like, oh, look at their house. Oh, oh, that vacation. Oh my goodness, look at that new designer bag that person got. And uh, pretty soon my life starts looking not so great when I hold it up next to what I'm seeing online. Mm, That is so true. I'm telling you, comparison is the thief of joy because all of a sudden it makes you turn everything about your awareness into what you lack instead of what you already possess. And that's just like comparison is kind of how the scarcity mentality mobilizes itself in our life. You know, that scarcity mentality, that lack mentality, not enough mentality. When you hold that energy, it often does show up as scrolling on social media and finding all the evidence to support this belief that I don't have enough. Hmm. If we didn't have social media, would we be so involved in the comparison game? I'm just trying yeah. to rewind my the clock in my head 15 years or whatever it was that before all this happened. And it's like... It's so more, pre- I mean, yeah. you, you can't help not, com- you have to really fight against it, you know. Before it wasn't, you know, it was if I saw somebody with something physically or I saw somebody's house physically and now all that stuff is just up front and center. When they present the, let's face it, the best version of their life, which may or may not be accurate in the first place. True. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so true, true. Because it used to be our world was so much smaller, right? Yep. And so when it involved just our neighborhood, we saw them when their grass was green and we saw them when it wasn't and they were working on it. But now, just like you said, Misty, we're seeing all the cleaned up versions in a brand new, huge experience through social media. It's like, ooh. If you missed any of this interview, make sure you check it out on the podcast. Experience hope. 
Family Life Radio. We are talking this morning with Hannah Keeley. She is a mom coach. Here's how she got there. She is the mom of seven kids. Um, she also does other professional coaching as well. But we're we're talking about the woulda, coulda, shouldas. <laughs> the idea behind should is we are arguing with reality. And when we argue with reality, we lose 100% of the time. So you either create a recipe where you are always losing or you can design a new recipe around maybe I should not. What if you shouldn't? Like, really think about that. What if everything in you, in your life, in your current skill and ability, in your current circumstances said you should do exactly this? Now, can you learn from it? Can you grow from it? Do you have to change other people's lives? Why don't we just, like, work with our own perception? Oh, that's good. And and what if the things that we're shooting on um, actually are part of ministry? I find oftentimes our mistakes are the very thing that tells somebody else, oh, I don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Sometimes I can pacify myself with that, but I really appreciate what you're saying because the shooting is is so destructive and yeah. there's a whole different way of looking at things that aren't just perfect in every way. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine a more boring life if we were perfect? <laughs> but I'm always trying. <laughs> Earlier this morning, we played a song by Matthew West called My Story, Your Glory. It's his latest. And Diane is with us. You were calling about that. I am like, whoa, because I thought I heard Cankle Fritz and Mercy. Oh, in this in the lyrics, Cankle Fritz and Mercy. And Mercy. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Let, let's look up the lyrics here and see my and story. I mean, I'm I'm friends with Matthew S., but I would think he would have let me know. He sings it fast, so it really sounds like he's saying "Kinko for to mercy." All right, now our no. producer Alex says he thinks he found it. What, where where is it now? Yeah, that's it. Fingerprints of mercy. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Let's see if this is the audio here. Now the story of me is a story of grace. Fingerprints of mercy on every. Kankle Fritz and Mercy and, <laughs> and and when he's singing it really fast he's like like for the first several times I heard that song I pointed it out to my daughter yesterday hey Kankle Fritz and Mercy and she says mom that is not right <laughs> I said don't you hear the Kankle Fritz and Mercy and so she looked it up on her phone and she says it's fingerprints of mercy so the fingerprints became Kankle Fritz yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I'm a very merciful Kegel Fritz. There are those that are not. No, I was I thinking we I'm, cry out for mercy every morning. <laughs> <laughs> you poor lady. <laughs> <laughs> she gets it. <laughs> I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this feeling take control. Joy. Yeah. Family Life Radio, it's time for that joy report. What is God doing in your life that's bringing you joy? 888-888-9976 is our phone number. Diane is with us from Panama City, Florida. Tell us your story. I have a five-year-old foster daughter now. I've had her for two years, and I just got word that we're going to get to adopt her in July. <gasps> oh, fantastic. Wonderful. She came into our care when she was three. 
she didn't have very much of a biological connection to her parents, but they did try to reunite her for two months within that two years time frame that we've had her. Um, they did end up taking her back into care and they called us and when she got back to our house, she dropped her bags at the door and she said, well, I live here now. Oh. And just gave me the biggest hug and just calls me mommy every morning and everything. Oh. oh. It's just been so amazing. So my heart is so full. Wow. And for her to be calling you mommy and then uh, to have her leave your family again, that would be heart-wrenching. Oh. So this is a huge answer to prayer then. It is. God is so good. And the most amazing thing is her favorite song is Waymaker. And so every time it comes on, you know, and it's that chorus, even when we don't see it, you're working. And even when we don't feel it, you're working. And so I hung on to that song while she was gone for those two months. And it was like, God, I don't see you working but you are and that's her to this day her favorite song I love that thank y'all for what you do we love your radio station well thank you very much but uh, most importantly what a joy report man this is awesome news hey we want to hear your joy report what's God doing in your life give us a call right now 888-888-9976 does today just feel like it's way too much for you it's Kenko Fritz and friends with you on Family Life Radio Well, here's something that might bless you. Misty found this. I thought, wow, this is really good. We're going to put this on our Facebook page, by the way. It starts out with, I was hoping to be the kind of person by now who doesn't tumble headlong into the day, falling, falling, falling from the high board without nearly enough water below. God, I swear I didn't plan it like this, but here I am hoping for another miracle. Or bless these dumb plans that will short-circuit my thinking and make me fragile and brittle. Lord, bless these multiplying tasks that just swarm like mosquitoes. Underneath this to-do list and these calendar invites and these many obligations I set is a set of loves. Keep love in front of my eyes. Love in the car. Love in the waiting room. Love on the phone. Love at my laptop. Love in the laundry room. And love especially for the soft heart, mine, who cared enough to be this tired in the first place. Wow. Hope that blesses you today. Mm-hmm. And when you put love first, it just elevates everything, doesn't it? It does. It's a whole new mission out there for you. By the way, again, this is on our Facebook page. Check it out. FLR Mornings. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to learn more about The Morning Show or to get in touch with us, head over to myflr.org. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.